Welcome to the Stabcast. <laughs> we're back. I'm Dan. And I'm Mindy. And uh, we're here to discuss the new movie. Uh, well, it came out in theaters around the summertime, right? Or September? August, I believe. Okay. 2022. Yeah. So a fairly recent movie just dropped on Netflix called The Invitation, starting, starring Natalie Emanuel and uh, Thomas Doherty. And this is, a, this is a pretty interesting flick, Mindy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Game of Thrones, Natalie Emanuel, um, Masande, one of my, I've been following this lady for Wait, a while. was that Lucy or was that the maid? No, the, ma- the main character. Main? Yeah. Uh, Natalie? Evie. Evie? Yeah. I didn't know she was on Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was uh, Daenerys, the, the Lady of Dragons, you know, the Queen of Dragons. Oh, shit! Not, no, not her, but she was her, like, right-hand woman, like her translator. Oh, stuff. shit! Yeah, and she got her head chopped off in the final season, which caused yeah. Daenerys to go nuts. But yeah, she was like she had a pretty big role, and she was like she was really good on that show, and that's what got me excited for this. And I remember seeing this, and also they did like a competition theme thing for Big Brother for this too, because to do like some promotion on CBS or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I've been following this movie for a while, and I've been excited about the premise. I'm not gonna lie. The whole thing felt very, like, ready or not to me at first. Not when you see the movie, but from an outside perspective. From and, an and outsider's perspective, if you just watch the trailer and nothing else, mm-hmm. yes. It does have that ready or not or your neck, that kind of feeling. Yeah. And it also feels like the trailer gives the twist away a bit. Yeah, I was really upset about that. Yeah. That the full trailer gave away the twist. I think they should have saved it. Yeah. But after, like, my second watch, I think, I mean, Daniel's watched it about three times, too, so he could probably atone for this as well. Yeah. After, like, the second watch, you can kind of tell what the twist is going to be. Yeah, you already really know. I mean, they set it up pretty well. Yeah, but you kind of got to, like, piece it together for yourself. Yeah. And, like, and if you're smart and you know a lot of horror stuff, unfortunately, you're going to get that right away. Yeah. I mean, you had already told me going into it, so I had already kind of known. And I, like, read articles about this already, so I already knew. Mm -hmm. But, uh... This is a vampire movie. This and, is a vampire piece, yeah. And you start to see that a little, and we will get into it more, like, as movie unfolds the plot and stuff. But just as, like, a basic movie to where it's, like, oh, a girl reconnects with, like, long-lost family, and then shit's not, like, everything seems luxurious and, and lovely and, like, fancy and grand, but, of course, there's, like, 
more than meets the eye. It's one of the, and it feels like, like I, when we were talking about the menu a few weeks ago, I remember you and me kind of went a little back and forth because you thought that borrowed a lot of elements from other things, and I didn't really feel that way. I wanted something traditional yeah. yet original, and yeah. I think that this goes in both of those categories. We haven't seen a vampire piece in quite a long time, no. except for on TV. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like the way that they did it and the way that they had the vampire part of it be a twist, I do believe that that was the best way to do it. Yes. I am a little upset. They lose a little bit of points for me because when she asks the person that comes forth as the big bad what his name is, he doesn't refer to himself as a vampire. She starts naming off all of the different languages of names of Dracula. Mm -hmm. But then when he's asked in human form what his name is, he he always says, well, he never brings up Dracula. Dracula's never brought up. So it's weird for me to have people be telling me that he's Dracula. Because it's like, "Mm, maybe, but I don't know. They never really say it. Um, it's it's implied. It's implied. And like a lot of re- reviewers and stuff that I was seeing were saying that that was the twist, that he was Dracula. But it feels like, and, and yes, he, I mean. I mean, technically he was because Dracula does have the quote unquote three sisters. Yeah. And they're not really sisters, they're brides. And they're basically, I mean, honestly, they're not that civilized as well as it showed here. Yeah. And this one, this one made him a lot more posh looking and stuff. But normally, like, he locked some bitches in the basement. Yeah. And and would, like, toss some humans every once in a while to feed their asses. Like, he wasn't a nice person when it came to his watch. Well, and I've seen a lot of Dracula stuff mm-hmm. myself. and And I've seen a lot of vampire stuff. And a lot of monster. The, the monster movies and the stuff like this is kind of more my end of the spectrum when we're talking about our horror stuff. Absolutely. You it's might be that, more vampires. I do love, yeah. I do love Anne Rice's, love Anne Rice's interview with a vampire. Yeah. It was also a book which I read when I was way too young. Yeah. Should not have done that. Uh-huh. But it was a good movie. And honestly, it it gets remade. I'm I'm gonna go to Alaska and live under a fucking rock, dude. Cause they, it's just leave it alone. Yeah. Just have something that you leave alone. I mean, they did end up coming up with a TV series, I guess, called Interview with a Vampire on like Discovery Channel's app or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, that's different. That's not a movie. But I mean, I have to say, Interview with a Vampire is still to this day my favorite vampire piece and not just because of the book not just because beautiful cinematography and whatnot but also because of the actors Kristen Dunst she wasn't well known yet this is her first movie she blew it out of the water yeah and then Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt I didn't ever like either one of them I liked them both in this in that movie me too so I mean 
I have, like Danielle's saying here, I have really good knowledge of vampires. Yeah. No. And I'm not talking like twinkle in the fucking sunlight twilight bullshit. You do have knowledge of that, too. I mean, I do have knowledge of that, too, but we all got to remember, I'm 32 years old, which means I was a teenage girl yeah. when it came out. And when you were a teenage girl around that time you and were, Twilight came out, twilight. Yeah. there's no fucking way that you weren't in the Twilight. You were either in in the were Twilight or you were closeted in. Yeah. And you didn't know how to tell people that you really liked it. Like, those are your two fucking options. Either you hated it and, or, and it's your guilty pleasure or you loved it and you have no shame. The only thing that... and. I do have, and by the way, I did like this movie. Mm-hmm. I do have critiques of this movie, though. I'm sure it's you not, do. it's not perfect for me at all. No. And one of the things that isn't perfect is the story to me. And Dracula being the twist doesn't totally work for me, like I like you would think it should. And uh, It wasn't surprising. It wasn't surprising. It didn't feel, and it feels, oh, we're going vampire. Of course, we're going Dracula. And in even the way it all went down... And I feel like they, first of all, they took too long to do it. We should have had more action with the vampires and more hunting and more, like, ready, like, because to me, this feels a lot like Ready or Not. The kills were very Ready or Not-ish. They were. But Ready or Not got right into it to whereas this focused more on the buildup of it happening. Yes, it was a slow burn. Like, Honestly. like, they took, like, an hour, almost an hour to get to that dinner where they slit that bitch's throat and they yeah. all start eating. And Honestly, that scene grossed me out so much after watching this one movie with Daniel, which we will never review, ever, called The Pilgrim. It's on Hulu. Yeah. You've got a strong stomach and I think for cannibal- cannibalism, go ahead and check it out. Don't blame me. Don't blame Daniel. And do not eat while you're watching it. But I'm sure Daniel, even though he doesn't want to take a trip down memory lane, I'm sure he'll agree with me that the eating scene was very much filmed the same way as they did in The Pilgrim. Yeah, just better. Absolutely better. Just by a better director in a bigger budget movie, more well shot. Exactly. It was better shot. I mean, it's an indie movie going against a Hollywood feature. Yeah. So, I mean, of course it's going to be better shot. It's just what it reminded me of. It didn't feel as hammy, though, like with the dad's, like, fucking head, head on the on platter, platter with yeah. the apple Yeah, like, it mouth. wasn't as corny. Yeah, it felt very, like, it was unsettling. And it, like, and it got that part right. Like, that, both of those scenes have that in common to where they're both unsettling. Yeah, but you kind of knew that something was wrong with him. Because, like, they were together, like, one day, one night, and he barely said, like, three words to her, except for when he came to apologize to her. And then all of a sudden, he's buying her dresses and sleeping in her bed and shit. And well, they're making love with each other and stuff. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, That's you cool. want to have a shotgun wedding? And, like, she's like, yeah, sure. And But she doesn't mean it. She's joking around. Yeah. And she even says that. But he will not admit that she's joking around. And that's because... Dun, dun, dun. There is no CC. There is no fucking cousin, whatever the fuck his name is. Patrick, something like that. Yeah. Those two people do not exist. No. This wedding is for Evie and, well, Dracula. Yeah. Oliver. Not Oliver. No. It's uh, Walt. Walt. Dracula. Yeah. Oliver was sent by his family to, bring, to find to bring a her. woman. 
that yes. was of their namesake. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. With the sisters comes a lot to gain with their family. And the way that they do it in this one, because no, um, unfortunately, no vampire legend and myth and movie is ever going to be exactly the same. Unfortunately. You're never going to have one that's just fact. But that's also because vampires have been alive, like, around the time God was alive. So, like, it makes sense. And they're not really real, confirmed, Mindy. I mean, you never know. They, you never know. They but... found a thing in, like, Saudi Arabia, like, five years ago. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't match animals. Yeah. It I doesn't know. match the animals. They did it. So, I mean, vampires really could have been real. <laughs> they could have. I mean, William, I mean, I'm sorry, but Elizabeth Bathory, she wasn't a vampire, but she sure as fucking made sure that no one got their blood. Yeah. And she drank the blood of the innocent. Took baths in it. How is that any different than a vampire? Yeah. I mean, she didn't need it, though. Yeah, she did. She drank it. Yeah, but she didn't need it to survive. No, she didn't need it to survive. I mean, vampirism is is very Hollywoodized. You can you can kill somebody and you can drink somebody's blood, sure. Yeah. But vampires need to drink. Yes, and it is very Hollywoodized. I will have to say that you are right, but I don't want to say that there is no such thing as the vampire legend and everything. Okay. Because, I mean, there are a lot of legends. There are a lot of books that I've read, a lot of stuff that I've had translated and whatnot. And it's very possible that these creatures walked around. But they don't burn in the sunlight. They're not allergic to garlic. They're like regular people. Except they have a lot of fucking money. That's fair. So, I mean, no one's ever really going to know if one exists. No. <laughs> they're they're uh, just not. But do I think that they actually really exist? Of course not now. Yeah. But in history, I do think that there was something like it. There could have been. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, no. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, is this? That's the director, Jessica uh-huh. M. Thompson. Yeah. Uh, she hasn't done a lot of features. This one, it a uh, ten million dollar budget made thirty three million, so an oddest kind of you know success, but not like huge or anything. And but like I was saying, I do think that this movie shoots itself in its foot in the foot by like kind of presenting itself as a mystery with a twist. Like kind of like it reminds me of Don't Worry, Darling, in that way, to where the yes. movie the movie thinks that the twist means so much, whereas the good part of the movie is just the shit happening, just like don't just like that. Like mm-hmm. the the movie's good and like there's fun stuff happening and the scenes are very interesting and put together, but no one actually cares about the twist because we kind of all know what it is anyway, so we don't give a fuck. But it feels like the movie's taking that very seriously, the way it's like building up to that, and it's a very and it wants you to be shocked. Yeah. I will have to say, Daniel was probably, like, taken back when I recommended this, because it is a true slow burn. It is. But honestly, I didn't look at my phone much the first time watching it. 
and I mean, I didn't look at the time much. Yeah. We all know I don't have a phone right now. No, I didn't look at the time much when when it was going on. Yeah. And that's rare. Yeah. But even like like the twist, like if you know Deville and you know the like meaning behind that and stuff, like you don't even have to be smart. You just know Deville and that you know it's going to have a Dracula thing. Like that that's an ancient literature, Dracula literature. Yeah, right. So just if you know Walter's last name and you kind of know what it means, then it's like you're good to go. So it's like it kind of and it doesn't. That's what gave them away to me as soon as they said Deville. I was like, oh. Dracula. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but like this movie thinks the twist means so much, it feels like, and it really doesn't. I think they were banking on the twist. I think Emmanuel's performance is what makes it, what makes the movie really good. And we've been talking about good actresses a lot lately. We've been doing a lot of good, you know, films with really good actresses and, I and good say final girls. Yeah. On the whole actress thing, because we have been focusing on the girls a lot. I just want to give my hats off to the butler. Because the butler was such a mean, shrewd, son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> like, I never, ever wanted to jump through the fucking screen and bitch slap this person. Ooh, Reinfeld? I fucking hated him. And the thing is, is that Evie hated him, too. Evie called him an asshat and an asshole. I've, and the funny thing is, and I'd have to like actually look it up to find out, but I'm pretty sure he was Alfred in Gotham. Yeah, he is. I think he is. So it's like he is. He's got Butler experience. Like he was ready for the job. Yeah, but he was he was too mean. He was too cold. He was too cruel. He was. Like I've seen the the maid that she had, the older lady. I've seen her in parts where she's really mean. Yeah. And she can be a crude son of a gun. But a real hooker. But I mean, the butler for me, he just he just took the bitch cake. Well, Victoria was definitely the other heel. Like I mean, Dracula was Victoria the main wasn't guy. really a heel. Victoria <laughs> wanted to fuck with her because she thought that it was pathetic that the other Evie's family history didn't have another daughter in it. Yeah, but Lucy was like clearly the nice one, and Lucy Victoria was, was clearly the bitchy one. Yeah, and, and, but I mean, when you're with someone for over 500 years, you're going to get bitchy. Lucy was only there for 100. I know. She was so fresh. Lucy was so fucking cute looking. Don't get me started on Lucy and her little fucking blonde hair and her little bob. She looked like she belonged on fucking Disney Channel. She was great, and I loved her role as, like, the good guy of the group. And like, she feels bad for Evie and she wants Evie to like, kind of like, but she also like, I don't want you to ruin all this for us and like, like kill us, but it's not so bad. Like, like it'll be okay. Let us turn you into a vampire. You can be one of us and you can have a good time. Mm-hmm. And like, it's okay. And then Victoria's like, bitch, fall in line. Like, <laughs> like she's like one of those, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you just have the stern, like, like we're not fucking around. She's like insubordination. Yeah. And I thought both characters were written well and performed well. And, and, like, the story itself and, like, the big grand plot isn't what really made me like the movie. It's the individual performance. from And even the dudes, too. I thought Oliver did a fucking amazing job. I thought, uh, you know, you were giving – obviously, you hate him, but Reinfeld, the butler, was fucking – he was good. He was a good dickhead. And he was a good, like, like real, like, bad guy. He was. And, like, I just – 
and DeVille, obviously, uh, Thomas Doherty did a hell of a job. And I he thought, did an amazing job. He did such a good job of being that like, suave. handsome, suave man, being a mysterious, suave guy. Exactly. And there was such a distinction between the two characters. Yeah. That, like, it made you... It made you want more. It made you want to see what else he was going to pull out of his butt. And the reason it actually meant something and it made, like, the plot moving forward good is the way he sold it. Mm-hmm. And the way, like, he played a good Dracula. And, and Evie played a very good, like, like Evie was very good at the damsel, not damsel in distress, but she was, like, the good and I, I don't want to keep saying final girl, but like the survivor, the person in this that's like gonna excel and make our it out. Our fighter. Yeah, our fighter. And uh, I thought like Emmanuel did a badass job, and I thought she didn't seem weak at all. She didn't seem like like you look for those things. Like, does she have to get rescued by a dude? And the or fact she... that she also drank Dracula's blood, and she would not let him drink hers because she knew that was just gonna get him stronger. Hats off to you, babe. Yeah, and then at the end, she's planning the... Like, what horror movie? The end's usually like them running away from the situation. It's usually them at the end. The end of most of these horror movies is the girl going, all right, we got out of there. Let's get the fuck... Like, let's go right off into the sunset. This ending is her, like, grabbing her homie and, like, let's go fuck shit up. Let's go finish this. And I actually have heard from several people that it was supposed to be a ploy on how the rich and wealthy think that they're righteous enough to have their crimes be swept under the rug. Yeah. Which is why you also hear Oliver say on the phone when he's heading into his realtor's office that um, uh, that he settled everything with the police and they swept everything out of the, under the rug. Like, who could do that? Oh, only a rich person could do that. Only a rich, wealthy family could pull that off. So, I mean, I think they did it. I think they did a good job at that kind of narration because it really kind of stuck out because Evie was half black. So, and they were all very, very white. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, the Evie even said that. They're very white when yeah. her homie was asking her. So, like, they were very privileged, and they felt like they couldn't and didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And her friend Grace was a fun time, too. Grace was so funny. I'm, I'm so disappointed that we did not get more of her. She was so hilarious. She's the reason why I'm going to go around saying don't trust them with the goatees. Because that was one of her rules. The bitch has three rules. And every, every, every girl, every group of girls, every group of bitches, we all have that, like, three-point safety rule. We all got it. We, we all have it. Because at this point, like, it's 2023. Like, it's... You have to have it. If you don't have it, you're an idiot. Yeah, you got to have it. So what her three things, she tells Evie she's got to take a a picture of the license plate number, check in with her 
every night before she goes to bed and then every morning when she wakes up. And then the third one was do not trust men with goatees. (laughs) That was funny. That was hilarious. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. That was that was really good. And then like as they're ending the film, they're gonna go after Al- Oliver and whatnot. She brings a fucking bat with her, and Evie's like, "Really a bat? Where'd you even get that?" And she's like, "Yeah, I know. It's ironic, right? Bat vampires. Get it? And, like, yeah. It was it was subtle, but it was funny. It was very funny. I I, I enjoyed that part a lot. I uh. I, I thought I, I thought all the side characters like everybody played a, a good role in this movie. And the cinematography was beautiful. It was shot perfectly well. Some of the imagery, some some of the shots were amazing. Of course, uh, a staple and to me probably the best scene in the movie is when Lucy takes Victoria out at the end when Victoria's going nuts. Well, she on takes both evening. of them out. Yes. Well, yes. She sacrifices herself too to get her. Yes. And I think that is beautiful. And yeah. honestly, it's got to be one of the most beautiful parts of the entire movie as far as looking goes. 100%. It's just so beautiful because they made it not just like a dust and a poof. They made it like their skin was like made out of glass. Yeah, like, like granite amazing. almost. The way it like to turn into stone and just like kind of like the, their veins like came in like it was bleeding through. Like it was just awesome. Yeah. It was perfectly shot. It was a perfect scene for like, and this just the horror feel to this, like some horror elements in this movie, I don't think worked. And I thought the first half didn't have much horror at all. And like, but the second half, once it hit and once they try to do like the twist and like, this is Dracula, these are vampires, like, let's do this. I thought some of the elements were awesome. And I thought some of the horror shots were amazing, and it felt very creepy and spooky. And I thought the world building was good. But you are right; it did take them a little Too while long. to get to that momentum. And, and they did, and they like had a few scenes where they're like kind of like showing that it might happen and like doing kind of creepy stuff. And but Victoria it's not enough. Fucking with her, and yeah. But it, you're right; it wasn't enough. No, to stay invested. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, I'm scared throughout, or oh, this is creepy throughout. It's like oh, this isn't creepy enough. Oh now it is it didn't feel that kind of nice transition yeah because i mean i am going to stand up for daniel real quick here i will have to say and this isn't just because i don't jump i did not jump throughout this movie for one reason and one reason only if you look closely in the back of all the scenes you can already see the creatures and you can't see who's who but you, can, you see can see it. Like you can see that something's behind her. You can see that something's behind Walter. Like you can obvious. You obviously know that something's there. I mean, because this entire time the maids are all getting killed. Right. So I just, I liked it. I just feel like there could have been more. There should have been more given to the plot and I feel like characters that didn't need that much screen time got more than the ones that we needed it from. I agree. Like that whole family reunion thing with everybody, like everyone getting introduced and whatnot, that could have easily been cut down to a 30 second shot. 
that did not need to be like five minutes. I agree. Like that's just my personal opinion. You could have definitely cut it down to at least thirty seconds or a minute. Yeah. It didn't need to be a five minute scene. But that's just my opinion. Everybody has one. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what flaws this movie too, is that they have great concepts. They're just not great with executing them. Amazing concepts. They're just not so great with the execution. Not at all. So, but they tried. I mean, I'll give it to them. I mean, I haven't seen a vampire piece in a really, really long time that wasn't on television. That was actually a movie. And they they did it well for what it was. They did. I, I thought a lot of the... All right, go ahead. I thought a lot of the, the stuff they did once they uh, revealed that they were vampires worked. And I thought that the whole second half of the movie was strong as hell. And, and I thought a, a lot of the stuff, and even like the fight with the va- and I thought Evie just, she looked like a million bucks. She looked really cool and she was badass and she didn't feel like scared at all. Now, maybe a little frightened, but she just like, she felt like a tough bitch to be in this situation. So I, I, I really enjoyed the way the movie played out. I, I really, I thought Victoria was a highlight in how bitchy she was. And she was just, uh, she was a lot of fun. And uh, the, the ending scene when, uh, you know, DeVille's holding her by the throat and she cuts his arm mm-hmm. and then fucking kicks him in the fire. Mm-hmm. Badass. Voila, fucking, yeah, amazing. Like, the perfect way to end it. I, yeah. just, I thought that was fantastic. And, uh, like, he just looked really cool there. He looked like he'd been through some shit. And the, how he just looked straight up. Like, that's a, it's a badass Dracula. Like, I just, like, I was sitting there and I was like, this is fucking cool. And uh, she looked cool. And that was a, a good ending scene for that. Absolutely. I really liked it. Yeah, I completely, I completely agree, and it had some quips to it, but the one thing that I really do want to ask you, Daniel, is I don't understand, I don't get it, because this all started because of her great-grandmother, Emmeline. Yes. Emmeline had killed herself, and then since then, they had no other one in their bloodline, but that's not true, because what about her mom? What about her mom? Yeah, they didn't say anything about her mother or her father. So who, how the fuck was she related to these people? No, they said a couple of things about her, her mom. Yeah, but then why the hell didn't they try this on the mother? I don't know. Why did they wait so many years for her to actually have a child, have it be a girl, wait for it to grow up, and then ambush it, basically? I guess they couldn't find her. My thing is either they couldn't find her or I don't know. I don't, I mean, it's known to a lot of people that vampirism can cure any illness that you have and whatnot, but we don't know if that's true. We're not sure. So they very well could have sensed or known that she had cancer. Yeah. And that's why they didn't pick her. I just thought that was very, very odd. That was odd. That she's like, it looks, she's like mentioning her mom the entire time, but like none of them talk about her, 
And like it just it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Because you can't be like, oh, well, your great grandmother, and then it's like, well, where's where's the mom? Like, where does the mom fit in? It's fucking bullshit. I agree with you. Yeah, it was just that was a little too out there. It was. For uh, my taste, I mean, that's uh, just me. I'm a nitpicker. I can't help it. But that one really got me thinking because it's like, well, wait a minute, who's her? Like, who's her dad and who's your mom? Like, who are they related to? Yeah. Because it couldn't have even been her. It couldn't have been her dad because her last name was Jackson. So it couldn't have been the dad. It yeah. had to have been the mom. Yeah, it had to. So, why the fuck didn't the mom get ambushed and sent to England? (laughs) Like, justice for Evie, man. I feel bad. Yeah, Evie got fucked. Evie got fucked. She even had drunk blood. I mean, good for you that you were willing to take one for the team while you were still human, but Jeff drank that much of him? That was gross. She got thirsty. You're just fucking I'm sorry. Okay. I really want to see Knock at the Cabin. Knock at the Cabin Door. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's going to be good. It's coming out February 3rd. Also, we haven't talked news in a while. Uh, the uh, great Kevin Williamson has returned back to his green writing. Has come up with another slasher. Yeah. Um, I've seen bits and pieces. I saw the first 20 minutes. Because I didn't know that... He had done a piece. It is on Peacock if you want to check it out. It's called Six. I didn't know that he had even done a piece. So my one YouTuber who likes to do reviews, like we do, she actually reviewed it. And it's like Scream, but without the ghost face. Right. So it was really it was really good, though. And it's really, pandemic really Scream, really too. It's COVID Scream. Yeah, it's COVID Scream. Basically, it hits really hard to home. Like, really hard. If you're one of those people, like, COVID's going to trigger you and stuff, like, don't watch it. It's not going to be good for you. But it was, as far as I'm concerned, great flip. I mean, I haven't seen all of it, but I think it's it's gotten a lot of potential. I think we should do that next week. So, I think we are going to actually end up doing that next week. If we can't, we'll change it. We'll let you know what we're doing. We're either doing that one or Megan. Yeah. Megan. Megan. But, uh, you got anything? Or, uh, we got to give this a review, Mindy. Oh, yeah, we got to give it a number. A number. A number. How many, uh, how many, uh, how many Robert Pattinson's would you give this out of 10? Oh my god, how many glimmering... So you're asking me how many glimmering baggots? Oh, Jesus Christ, you can't say that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Robert Pattinson, beautiful guy, with a, and you had a huge crush on him. But, uh, I did, uh, but that's because he was cute. And it was when I was, like, 17. Yeah. It can't be blamed on me. I was warped. Well, he's Batman now. So my I, mind I was warped. I love him. He's great. He's a bad Batman. Jesus Christ. All right. What would you All give right, it out I of I would 10? give this about nine sparkles. 
Okay. I would give it seven. I'm not as high on it as you. I thought it was a good movie. I did not think it was a great movie. I, I like vampire pieces. I can't help it. I think they're interesting. I know you do. Uh, with that being said, we'll see everybody next week. And uh, a, a big hoot. Bye, guys. Bye. Gotta keep them separated.